o'clock. Thanks for joining us, Jim and the Buckeye Boy from the Bozart Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios, the most trusted name in automobiles. Your, your top five impact players, X-Factor players from the probably super obvious, the Mahomes to the Christian McCaffreys to those that are going to play very key roles in Sunday's big game that maybe most people aren't talking about. Uh, we'll have that for pole dancing. We'll also take your thoughts on that today as well. And also for pole dancing, our top five favorite food, snacks, when we watch the Super Bowl. Wings are not on the list because wings are just an automatic. I mean, simple as that. Yeah, I mean, that's the be-all, end-all. At least for me. Boneless or bone? Um. So, normally, a regular occurrence is a bone-in. But for what I am going to be doing at B-dubs, I go with the boneless. Sure, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because you got to hold a mic and you yeah, get... so, I mean, sauce on my face and probably my shirt, definitely my hands. Yeah, that's more of a situational yeah. decision. But if that wasn't the case, oh, bone in. Yeah, we used to work with a guy that could not eat chicken wings with bones. He just it freaked him out. Because then those are chicken nuggets. No offense. That's. Basically, that's, what that's they how are. my wife is, but those are chicken. Nuggets. Yeah, I'm 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 fine with you know mm-hmm. wings that don't have bones. I'm okay yeah. with boneless wings. My preference, though, those is, are is the bone-in wing. They are right. basically they're basically chicken nuggets. Let's those just, are wings on a turkey and a chicken. They don't fly, so they're chicken nuggets. I I used to be a straight up drummies person. Now I'm I'm very much in the camp of I like both. I used to try to get as more drummies than than wingettes, I guess. Yeah, now I'm, I'm still, very much half and half. Yeah, I'm still a preferences drum, but I'm okay with the wing. Mm-hmm. I'm all right with that. Sometimes those are less messy, easier to eat. So if you get a good honking drummy, then chances are you're going to be struggling with that thing sauce-wise for a minute. Very true. So some of your favorite Super Bowl snacks. What are you going to be eating Sunday, watching the big game? And text or call us on the team line, 970-242-1340. Speaking of wings, you will have a chance to get qualified for our Buffalo Wild Wings big game giveaway. Chicken wings. Medium spicy. 50 wings. Whatever you want. Boneless or Mm bone-in. And a table table for six for Sunday's big game out at Buffalo Wild Wings at the Mason Mall. Medium hot out there, sneaky good. Yeah, I'm. I've never been much of the heat. Yeah, I'm, I'll just full I don't disclosure. Need to sign a waiver or I'm a total wuss when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. Total wuss. I like it warm. I don't need hot, super hot. A little, a little fire's good. Yeah. A little bit, just a touch. I got it. spicy barbecue is always a good, good test for me. Honey barbecue is never a bad option. But medium hot, though, B-dubs, is, that's a winner. No, I agree. I, I totally agree. So go ahead and, and get your your uh, five impact players yep. for the Super Bowl and also your favorite snacks into us today for pole dancing. Coming up, you'll have a chance to win with uh, Triple Play Records Stadium Cinema. 
Uh, that's a gift card to Triple Player Records down on Main Street. Get you some vinyl. Mm-hmm. Whether it's, well, it's going to get kind of crappy. But spring is not that far off. And so you can get yep. set so up. So saith the, yeah. the vermin last week. Yeah. You know what? He's only right like 39% of the time, though. Mm-hmm. Since like 1880 something. You know what the best part is, though? What's that? Spring's six weeks away, whether he sees it or not. Exactly. It's, it's March going to 21st. Happen. It's going to happen. Every year. Yeah, regardless what Punxsutawney Phil likes to tell us. Yeah. Or, well, so, his poking his head out tells us. Right. He doesn't really tell us anything. He can't talk. He can't talk. be cool if he did, though. Mm-hmm. He'd say, why do you guys just why, just leave me alone? Right. Why, why do you, you drag me out of here <laughs> dawn every set February the 2nd? You know, what a pain in the butt. I hate this. Just yeah. leave me alone, people. Don't you have computers and mm-hmm. satellites and stuff to track the weather and do it? Right. Can't you guys figure this out for yourselves? Do you have a calendar? Says when spring starts. Yeah, why, why do you have to de- depend on me? Yeah. Just a, a simple groundhog trying to get by. Got to take care of Mrs. Groundhog. Yep. And the groundhogettes. So leave me alone, man. But for Stadium Cinema, we're doing something a little different today. Okay. I so like that. We'll talk about that in 15 minutes. Different so. is good. I like that. Very good. All right. 806. Jim along with the Buckeye Boy today. Text or call us on the team line. 970-242-1340. And it's time to go around the NFL. The latest on the Broncos and the league. It's around the NFL on the Jim Davis Show. All right, bring a little sound from last night's Super Bowl media night. And uh, start out with the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes. This will be his third Super Bowl that he plays in. Fourth, I'm sorry, fourth he plays in. And so... That's right. That's right. His fourth mm. Super Bowl. Chance for a third win. Chance or two for a third, and two. Chance for a third win, yes. Fourth Super Bowl he's been in. Thank you very much. And um, for Mahomes, he says he still gets a little bit nervous, even though he's had all this experience playing in the big game previously. Um, you're always going to have nerves going into the Super Bowl. It's about embracing those nerves, um, understanding that they're going to be there, um, and then going out there and being who you are. Obviously, I would say my first one was probably the most nervous I've, I've ever been in the Super Bowl. I think now it's just about just going out there and playing the game. Of course, it's a rematch of Super Bowl 54 between the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, as far as Andy Reid, he's asked about his defense, one of the best defenses in the league this season, and the guys that that makes Steve Spagnuolo's defense go. Yeah, so it all starts with Nick Bolton. And he's not like he's a season, you know, he's, but he's been around long enough. And, and Chris Jones, who is a season veteran. So those guys, that's, that's where you start. Legereus Sneed, and the, these, we have great leadership there. But what you saw was this young secondary come together and, and play well. And they learned last year. They took their lumps last year, but started getting better as the season went on. And then this year, they just picked up where they left off last year and, and did a nice job. Of course, Snead had a big AFC championship game. The, the play on Zay Flowers to punch the ball out the one-yard line. And so that defense has been a key to them getting to where they are playing in the Super Bowl and trying to defend their Super Bowl title. So flip it to the 49ers side, Kyle Shanahan, talking about Brock Purdy and, and knowing that they felt like they had something pretty special with Brock Purdy when they drafted him as Mr. Relevant, the last player in the draft. 
I mean, that was the easiest decision ever just because of how consistent. First of all, he was that way in practice since the day we got him. Uh, he wasn't given a lot of reps. They all picked up as a wimp, but Brock was the most consistent quarterback that I've been around, and it started that way in rookie camp to OTAs to training camp, and that's I felt a certain way. Our players felt a certain way. All right, a guy that Brock Purdy hopes to find several times on Sunday is George Kittle, and Kittle was kind of asked, how do the Niners celebrate wins? And this kind of turns into more of George Kittle talking about how his they, love for pro wrestling? No. Oh. How they just kind of approach things in the locker room in general and on the practice field to, to get where they're at right now, which is playing in the Super Bowl. You know, it's it's kind of crazy. Our locker room, like, when we get a win, it's it's not that loud and I'm not like, we don't, there's not a lot of music or anything like that. We talk, enjoy yourself, you sit down, you have a conversation with the teammates. Everybody usually gets in the ice tub, showers, does their media and goes home. It's just kind of like, hey, we sh- like we expected to win that game. We wanted to win that game. We put everything in. We wanted, like, we put our work into that game. And it's just kind of a, all right, what's the next job? And it's just like a week-to-week thing. And I've been really happy to be a part of a culture like that where it's just, it's like you want to celebrate the wins. It's hard to win in the NFL. It's not easy. And you want to celebrate them. It's extremely hard. But it's just like we just had this business mindset the entire year. It's just like, what's the next job? What's the next mission? Go do it. All right. So Wins are really hard in the yeah. NFL, and you want to celebrate them, but we don't. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, yeah, we do maybe just a little bit. That's not, super lame. Not too much. I like Kittle, though. He's a good dude. He is a good dude. So we had that last night, the media night going on, at the same time that Roger Goodell spoke to the media. Um, no thing. Yeah. So... A few things, just kind of highlights, question mark, about that. Uh, About what Goodell spoke to last night. He talked about officiating and technology. About the importance of the integrity of the game as the league's number one priority. I think our officials do a great job. They are superior, but at the end of the day, no one's perfect. We have to continue to get it better. Goodell said one way to do that was to use technology where we can. You tried your best, and you failed miserably. Okay. The lesson is, never try. Which he's said this before, too. Yeah. About officiating. You have to, it has to get better because you've leaned into gambling, Raj. It has to get better because of that. The thing that you said, why we don't want gambling because we don't want every call to be, you know, you know, under the microscope and, and we're concerned about that. Oh, we can make billions of dollars? Yes. We'll find a way to deal with that. NFLbet.com <laughs> coming soon. Like, and this is the thing about the infomercial yesterday. It wasn't really a press conference because it wasn't totally press. It was just a bunch of water carriers. He wasn't really pressed on any of this. No, he wasn't. He was allowed to give his non-answer answer and then just move on because everybody in that room knew, one, why they were there, and two, they're not going to upset the apple cart because they won't get invited back next year. Like we talked about last Friday when Jackson Wilson was in, the video of Dave Canales and David Tepper showing up at the Panthers' office. Mm -hmm. Everybody's out front, and there's a guy just... yeah. That was Roger Goodell and a lot of the people that were there Those yesterday. Those reporters. It was our quotes. Yeah. Bravo. Bravo, sir. Bravo. A whole bunch of smithers. Yep. Pretty much. Yes, Mr. Goodell. Excellent. So Goodell also defended the 
the concept, the idea of having a playoff game between the Dolphins and Chiefs streamed exclusively on Peacock. First time a postseason game was not broadcast on cable TV or over over the airwaves, free TV. Goodell called it progress and innovation. He says the window the game was played saw increased viewership from the same window last season. He, and he added those viewers averaged 10 years younger. Our fans are on these platforms. We have to fish where the fish are. He did stop short of saying the NFL will stream the Super Bowl someday. Not in my time, he said. He's only got three years left on this contract. So what happens after that? Uh, Who knows? Is that one a little... uh, uh, This is not pick on Raj Day. That's a little disingenuous. I mean, hey, our our ratings skewed 10 years younger. Got to fish where the fish are. Did not the NFC Championship game draw 50 million people? Yes, it did. On broadcast TV? Yes, it did. Okay. I just... I don't know if I misread that somewhere. That seems to be where the fish are. Is broadcast TV. Maybe there's 56. younger fish. 32 yeah. million. Maybe there's younger fish on Peacock. But and it's fine to offer it on there. I don't I don't think that's a problem. Not exclusively. But not ex- a problem. But, but exclusively is a problem. A regular season game? Sure. Okay, okay I London, guess. Don't care. That's fine. I don't care. Playoff games should be on TV. On mm-hmm. over-the-air TV. On Fox or on NBC yeah. or on CBS. Having to pay? Or ABC. Having to pay for playoff games. I know there's a free tier on Peacock. Having to pay for playoff games is going to really test the allegiance of a lot of NFL fans. Again, for Peacock, they wanted to drive people to the site. Maybe some would sign up. Okay, because they you know they go in for the free trial. Right. Maybe they'll forget. Maybe they'll stick around. And they saw a huge bump. Yeah. Obviously, they were going to because it was the only way anybody could watch the game. Oh, numbers were up. Well, of course it was. There was no other way to watch it. Once again, we remind you, radio is free. You don't have to pay yes. for it. So there you go. Right. We do, you know, if you're going to spend money, spend it at our advertisers, obviously. Obviously, yeah. we strongly encourage you to do that. Yeah. So a couple of things we want to talk about here, uh, one of which was Goodell was also asked about the issue of race in the league, about the hiring practices. And the hiring cycle, the eight head coach openings, NFL teams hired four Caucasians, Mm -hmm. three blacks, and a white Hispanic. So 50% of the openings were filled by what they called diverse candidates. Goodell said, we're not satisfied where we are. See, now that's interesting because you juxtapose that with the question about NFL media and the newsroom that has zero Black managers, copy editors, full-time employees on the news desk. The only full-time black employee just died. And so Roger was asked a question about that. And he says, in a league that has more than 60, or the question was a league that has more than 60% African-American players, how does knowing this sit well with you? 
after Jim Trotter asked the question and then got fired because of it, allegedly, and then sued the NFL. Right. Goodell says, I disagree completely that there hasn't been any change. I'm happy to get your data. I don't have all the data. He tells them for the first time, 51% of the employees in the league are people of color or women, and that doesn't include players. But the hiring practices for the coaches has to get better. Because the, the Rooney rule has not been an effective way mm-hmm. of, of, of evaluating minority candidates. It hasn't. It's still always going to be a thing of, I'm going to hire guys that I know. Yeah. And that's, that's how it's been. And that doesn't make it right. That's just the reality of it. The fact that three black coaches were right, that's... That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. It's not good enough. Because you can't tell me there aren't enough qualified black candidates to be head coaches in this league. And I don't really know if I give Mark Davis credit for the diversity hire of Antonio Pierce because he was already there. He was, he was there. It wasn't like, like if he Mar- goes in and he doesn't, if he's interviewing in the offseason, does he get hired? No, I'm not I mean, naturally this type of person, but also it's like, I really, come on now. Yeah, he was a Josh McDaniels hire. Yeah. You give Josh McDaniels more credit for that hire, a diversity hire than Mark Davis, because mm-hmm. he was already on the staff. I guess I guess the fact they let Antonio, Antonio Pierce yeah. run it. They let Antonio Pierce take over as the interim coach. We got the chance to show he could do it. So I guess that's where Mark Davis goes, see what I did? Yep. See, believed in that guy. I, I believe I thought that guy could get it done. Give me the Super Bowl. Apparently, uh, though, they did not uh, talk about the Taylor Swift effect. They that was not brought up in the Goodell. I have a piece on that for four down territory. The Taylor. Swift I guess effect. he's uh, okay. Apparently, I'm looking here to say. Um. Not sure if he. I didn't about see it. anything really on yeah, it. Yeah, I think he's commented on it in the past. Okay, people are talking about the game today that we're talking about the game yesterday. Goodell said his annual State of the League press conference at the Super Bowl. Uh, Goodell said his daughters, and my whole family, are Swifties. So there's his there was his big comment. Having Taylor the Taylor Swift effect is a positive. Listen, both Travis and Taylor are wonderful young people. They seem very happy. She knows great entertainment. I think that's why I think she loves NFL football. And her boyfriend also plays. Otherwise, I mean, she's, she's been, what, an Eagles fan in the past? Yeah. And but I don't think she's ever been, like, a real hardcore football fan. If she's she a, she's had a been fan. at games, we would have gone through this years ago. Exactly. She's a fan because she's dating Travis Kelsey. <laughs> that's the reason why she's a fan. Simple as that. All right, A-19, Jim Love, the Buckeye Boy, around the NFL. And um, as we mentioned earlier this morning, uh, that uh, actually two other things before we do. I guess the field, practice field at UNLV is kind of soft. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. But Kyle Shanahan says they're just going to try to work through it. Also, um, looks like Joe uh, Tooney, lineman for uh, the Chiefs, not sure he'll practice this week. So, I wouldn't on those fields either. So he could, uh, he was didn't play at left guard in the FC Championship game. Could be a storyline to follow moving forward. 
Nick Allegretti stepped in for him and played really well against that uh, that uh, Ravens front. All right, 820, and it's time to play Triple Play Records, Stadium Cinema. New York sports TV shows and movies. Let's play Stadium Cinema on the team. Yes, up for grabs today is the downtown double play with Triple Play. $20 gift certificate to Triple Play Records. You can get uh, all your needs for uh, the Monday night uh, putting green at Mesa Theater at Triple Play Records. Absolutely. Which is conveniently right next door. And then a block and a half of the way is Junction Square Pizza. You get a small antipasto salad as well. We're going off the board a little bit. We may have to give some hints down the road. But I want the Super Bowl number. You don't have to Roman numerals it. I will take the old, just regular numbers. I want the Super Bowl. This Hall of Famer is talking about the other Hall of Famer he's going to play against in that game. Everybody has their time, and this is his right now. He's had a great year, so he didn't expect anything less from it. What Super Bowl is that player talking about? So you're looking for the game. The game number. Those two Hall of Famers from kind of same-ish area. Okay. So, there you go. All right. So, uh, send your answer in now. First correct answer wins to win the downtown double play with triple play. Gift certificate to Triple Play Records on Main Street. And then, of course, the small Anapasto salad, Junction Square Pizza, 7th and Main. So uh, get your answer in now mm-hmm. on the team line, 970-242-1340. You want, the, you want the clip again? Yeah, go ahead and play yeah. the clip one more time. Everybody has their time, and this is his right now. He's had a great year, so didn't expect anything less from it. They played each other once in the Super Bowl. What Super Bowl was it? Okay, so we're looking for the number. Yes. Of the Super Bowl. This could be a number game, mm-hmm. too. It could be. Could be. All right. We'll bring it back on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> 822. So send your answer in now. 970-242-1340. That's 970-242-1340. And uh, we will take a break. And we'll come back. Uh, oh, by the way, going from James this morning. Let's jump into this very quickly. Over at Colorado Craft Coffee and Beer. Uh, good morning. Just wanted to let you know that we are starting... Beer bingo tonight at 6.30. Win a game, win a beer, or coffee. Lasts about an hour. Takes place every Tuesday. Uh, we still have trivia on Fridays as well. And enjoy the rest of the show. All right, we will. And we'll talk. We'll give you a chance to win a gift certificate uh, for a beer or a coffee a week at Colorado Craft Coffee and Beer. Coming up, we do uh, Herd Trivia uh, for Mav Day coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. And let's see. I think got a couple of texts to get to. We will get to that here in a little bit. All right. So it's 823. Take a break. We'll come back with more on the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network. I'm the morning guy. I have a Facebook group, 16 members. Some call it a fan page. I don't know. Oh, hell yeah. The Jim Davis Show on Colorado's sports leader, the team. Welcome back, 826. Jim along with the Buckeye boy. Got pole dancing coming up. Our uh, top five X Factor players in Super Bowl 58. Also, our, our favorite Super Bowl foods. We're excluding wings because we just both love wings. And so, just pointless. To, yeah, it's already on the list. Be pretty easy. It's an automatic. It's already going to be on the list. So, we're, we're excluding it off our list. Yep. 
All right, so um, I was just uh, looking around and saw this article in the Denver Post from Kyle Newman, who we've had on the show before. It's been a while since we've had uh, Kyle on the program, but he has the five favorites to win the Class 6A Boys Basketball Championship as we head into the, the regular season home stretch. Okay, so I'll ask you this. You haven't seen the article. No, I have not. Of the teams that he has here, the five favorites... Is Fruto Monument one of his five favorites? I'm going to say no. That is an excellent guess. Valor Christian, mm-hmm. Thunder Ridge, Mountain Vista, Smoky that's, Hill. That's definitely it. All front range teams away from the Western Slope at all costs. And Chaparral are are the, the teams that are on there. So Chaparral, Smoky Hill, once again, Mountain Vista, Thunder Ridge, Valor Christian. All right, he does have... I'm willing to bet he has to look up on a map to find where exactly Fruta is. Okay. He has other contenders. Does Fruta make the list of other contenders? Probably not. No, I'm going to say no. <laughs> they they do. Oh, do they? Because he does acknowledge... Because they're one of the 6A teams? Because he acknowledged their 6A's only unbeaten team. Oh. I'm glad he acknowledged it to make it true. But they are um, next to last, and who uh, who he mentions? Of course they are. Just ahead of Ralston Valley. Not that I don't know if we necessarily have these in order, but Cal Rock Canyon, Douglas County, Cherry Creek, Regis, Ralston Valley, as I mentioned, on the Fruit Monument. They could lose once and still have half as many losses as the second best team in 6A. Fruit of Monument. Yeah, because Valor Christian, they're they're seventeen and two. Mm-hmm. Thunder Ridge is seventeen and three. Mountain Vista's fifteen and three. Smoky Hill's fourteen and five. Chaparral is fifteen and five. So they're the only uh, team that has a winning percentage number on the left side of the decimal. Now is this unfair though? I mean, is it is it unfair that Fruit is not one of the top five favorites? That it, it's tough because it's totally subjective, right? And because these front range teams, they they play really good competition because they can. They're all right there in the the Denver area. Yeah. You know, and for Fruit, you well, look it's at, not fair to make them travel. It's only fair to make the Western Slope travel. You know, for Fruita, they played Castleview, Broomfield. I'm just some of these are front range teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Silver Creek. Um, let's see who else they played here. And those are the notable front range teams that they played. And you know, we were talking about the Big 12 and about some of the criticism of it as a conference. I can. I can understand why maybe Kyle Newman. This is this is you know this is not me not supporting Fruita Monument. Mm-hmm. This is and this is not Michael Wells' fault or John Watson's fault or anybody's fault that well they don't play a good enough schedule. I mean this is the schedule they've they've been able to gather. This is high school basketball. This is not right. a Division One program. But I can understand where basketball is good on the Western Slope. They face there's there's a better talent pool over in the front range 
understandably so. Mm-hmm. It's Denver metro area. And you can go get away with doing a thing like this without watching everybody. True. Do I think Fruita deserves more credit than what they're getting in this article? Yes, they do. Honestly, I'm shocked that they're even mentioned. To have them mentioned next to last to me right. is... They're the only undefeated team, whether whether you like it or not, Kyle Newman, whether you like it or not, Denver Post, they are undefeated. They I, have beaten everybody on their schedule. I half expected it to be an editor's note at the bottom with an asterisk in italics. Fruita Monument is undefeated in 6A. That'd be the only mention. Especially for a front-range, just random... Well, Coach Prime hasn't said anything that I need to fawn over for five days, so let's do a high school basketball article. That's Keeler, though. No offense. Oh, that's right. Keeler, the... The same guy, really. Because, yeah, Valor Christian's fourth in the RPI. Thunder Ridge is third. Mountain Vista's second. Smoky Hill's sixth. And Chaparral's seventh. You know what Fruit is in the RPI? Number one. Number one. They are the only team with a number left of the decimal in winning percentage. I'm okay with them not being in the top five because of the schedule, the strength of schedule. I get that. I understand that. And the RPI, though, but the RPI, they've, the the teams they've obviously played have Mm -hmm. been okay because they've been able to. The RPI is fact-based. It's fact-based. It's based solely on numbers and your winning percentage, your opponent's winning percentage, your opponent's opponent's winning percentage. Right, and I and I can't say because I've not I've not seen Valor Christian play. I haven't either. I haven't seen Thunder Ridge play or Mountain Vista or any of these schools, so I can't say. Right. Oh, they are so they're so much better than Fruita Monument. I, I know when talking with Michael Wells, he's like, look, if we go out and play defense and play the way we're capable of on the offensive mm-hmm. end too, that he likes their chances against anybody. can't do it's it's like the warriors right with kd and steph and clay thompson and draymond green and andrea gudala nobody believed in us like shut up you had four of the best 30 players in the league fruta now you can be like you know what we're undefeated and people still don't respect us and i still think there's also a feeling too from michael wells that hey we know those teams over there are Mm -hmm. good we know they got talent they got more size than us right if we do our thing, they still have to play us. Yeah, if they still we have do, to beat us. If we do our thing, and they get those two two home games in the in the state tournament here, mm-hmm. or out west of town, pretty much how, how they love how the front range loves to come over here to play in the postseason. I still remember that Cherry Creek girls basketball uh, tweet. The the, 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 the game was not even over, and they're like, hey, and Cherry Creek has to go to Fruta. 260 miles it's away. so unfair. Like, oh so unfair. Like, and that's that's a big advantage for a yeah. team that plays on their home floor, a team that already is in their head that mm-hmm. they got to travel. They don't. They never have to travel more than an hour normally. Like, they know we didn't make the borders, right? Like, just yeah. move them out 50 miles west to be in the state. If I'm, if I'm Michael Wells and I look at this, I'm going, good. Yeah. Glad they don't have us in their top five. I'm Tell going, them how good. great they are. Yeah. I just go, see? 
they don't think we they don't think we're any good. Mm. Oh, they didn't mention us. At least that's something. Yeah. But I, if if I'm a Fruit of Monument fan, I don't I don't get my I'm all I, about it. I don't get my hackles up about it because there is some truth that they that's mm-hmm. really great talent over there. Yeah. That's, the, that's definitely Denver metro it. All area. Front range teams away from the Western Slope at all costs. Doesn't mean we don't know how to play over here and we don't have teams capable of winning. But it also it helps when they overlook you, and it helps you get some home cooking too. We still play with the peach baskets. That's something they don't know. <laughs> That's right. We have to get a ladder, get up there, get it out every single time. I haven't yeah. even cut the bottoms out yet. Yeah, we we still have to rely on Dr. James Naismith's great great grandson to uh, yeah. to go get the ball out of the hoop. Now I, I just I saw the article. I'm going still playing pants. I'm going. I'm not surprised. It's like none of it made me go. Oh well. Yeah. It's like I'm yeah. Not surprised either. And that's where, if you're Michael Wells, like I said, you you go, Use it okay, as fuel. absolutely. See, guys, hey, at least they mentioned us. Mm-hmm. At least they know where we're located. Yep. The only ones that believe in us are the local jabrones, those two guys on the radio. And tonight, preferred a monument, both mm-hmm. the boys and the girls, they have a chance to uh, wrap up league titles tonight at Montrose. Not an easy, no. easy task. Montrose, both teams, very good. Of them. Very good yeah. on their home floor, by the way, at Lloyd McMillan. All right, 836. We're still looking for a correct answer for Stadium Cinema. I want the Super Bowl played between this quarterback and the quarterback he's talking about. Everybody has their time, and this is his right now. He's had a great year, so he didn't expect anything less from it. Kyle guessed Super Bowl XXIV. That is um, Niners and Broncos. I know that brings up bad memories. I want Thanks. to just kind of slide that Thanks. in there. That is incorrect. That is not the Super Bowl we are looking for uh, because John Elway is not from the same part of the country as that quarterback who was talking. The quarterback who was talking and the quarterback he's talking about are essentially from the same area. Not essentially. They are from the same area. Okay. Essentially the same town. I want this Super Bowl. Everybody has their time, and this is his right now. He's had a great year, so he didn't expect anything less from it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so once again, it's the uh, downtown double play with triple play and Junction Square Pizza. Want a gift card to Triple Play Records, small and a pasta salad to Junction Square Pizza. And once again, if you've won the last two weeks, don't play. Simple as that. No age restriction on this one, by the way. All right. So uh, get your answer in right now. 970-242-1340. Looking for the Super Bowl Mm -hmm. that that's from. So uh, send your answer to us on the team line. 970-242-1340. We will take a break. We'll come back and do some pole dancing. That's next on the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network. They're a lot of fun. The Jim Davis Show. They're idiots. Say what? On Colorado's sports leader, the team. We got it together, didn't we? All right, coming to the stage, yeah. it's Amber. We've Remember, everybody, $14 Kamikaze. Let me ask you a question. Do I make you horny, baby? Do I? I mean, really, when you really sit and think about it, isn't it really, really nice? Get those dollar bills out. It's time for pole dancing. I can easily feel. All right, 842 is time for pole dancing. So our uh, top five impact players in Super Bowl 58, plus our favorite Super Bowl snacks. And if you want to share that with us today, you can do that as well. 
1340. All right, so here we go with our impact players for Super Bowl 58. And I don't really have these ranked. I just have five. Okay. Is that okay? Do you yeah. Have, do you have them ranked or? No, we can do five. I, however you want to do it. I just have, I have my five. Start out with Chiefs running back Isaiah Pacheco. Oh, yeah. Runs like he hates the ground. He does. Been banged up. Hopefully ready to go Sunday. But I think Pacheco could be a big factor for for Patrick Mahomes. The, that, that running game against a really good Niners front with Bose and Armstead and company. Mm-hmm. I have uh, Isaiah Pacheco on my list. Uh, my fifth one is linebacker for Kansas City. I was going to put Justin Reed. I decided against it. Drew Tranquil. You got Christian McCaffrey. You got George Kittle. You got Ayuk. You got Sam. You got all these guys you got to track down. And the guy that keeps everybody straight on that defense, I think, is going to have to be Drew Tranquil on Sunday. All right. I've got a Chiefs linebacker. It's not him, though. Oh. But Drew Tranquil's really good. Uh-huh. I've got Brock Purdy. I don't have Mahomes on this. We know what you know what you're getting with Mahomes or Travis Kelsey, anybody like that. Brock Purdy still remains the the uncertain yeah. part of what the Niners do offensively. Yeah, call me a hater, but still, I every time I think of this game, I'm like Brock Purdy. Really? The Niners will go as well as Brock Purdy takes them. And, I think so. And so I, I just feel like that while. Once again, we've had people overreact. He's the next Tom Brady, or he's the worst quarterback since Trent Dilford ever played in the Super Bowl. That's that, that's wrong on both accounts. How about he's in his second year, and he's somewhere in the middle of all that? I mean, and he's the worst since Brett Johnson. He was since Dilford. So. True. Sorry. No, you're fine. Uh, number four, I'm going with a guy that I've already mentioned. He's a tight end. He needs to have a big game. George Kittle. Yep. He might be distracted now about Rock and Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes and the whole thing. They asked him about it at uh, media night last night. But I feel with all the focus on Samuel and Ayuk and Chris McCaffrey, George Kittle might be the weapon number one for the Niners offense. All right. So I have Niners linebacker Fred Ward. Fred Warner, excuse me. Yep. Fred Ward. Fred Warner. Where he got Ward. Fred Warner can play a big role in rushing Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Did give up a you know a touchdown missed to tackle on on Gibbs last week in the NFC chair week before last in the NFC championship game. But Fred Warner is kind of the, the guy that is the always the the glue guy calls the plays as an anchor for the 49er defense. Uh, I, have, so I have Fred Warner on my list. I have Fred Warner as well. I have Nick Bolton for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Since coming to the league, 352 tackles. He's he's their play caller defensively. I just, you know, as Drew Tranquil, that's a great one to have on there. But Nick Bolton's also, I think, every bit as important for the Chiefs defense as Steve Spagnola. Yeah, and my next two are really expected names. Some people may call it a cop-out. I don't. You're going to need a big game from your biggest player. If you want to upend the Chiefs, Christian McCaffrey yeah. is going to be a key player in this game. If they're able to limit him, Chiefs win. I, that's pretty much it. And likewise for the the Chiefs, if they can keep Patrick Mahomes upright, 
they're probably going to win. Yep. And that means Jawan Taylor is going to have to block Nick Bosa a lot, mm-hmm. left tackle for the Chiefs, has a task in front of him Sunday at Allegiant, at Allegiant. Allegiant Stadium. For me, Allegiant. I, every game a Bosa plays is one game closer to their next injury. So that may benefit the Chiefs because Nick Bosa is going to be getting due. And I think that legacy is on the line, and that's a lot of pressure. And now what he's going through with the old man and his inability to make good decisions, I do have Patrick Mahomes as the guy. They will go as he got. I know Brock Purdy carried the Niners, but there's a lot of other players around him that he can rely on. Outside of Travis Kelsey, I don't know who yeah. the Chiefs can rely on if Patrick Mahomes is not sharp. I guess I just look at Mahomes as inevitable. In, in, is inevitable. Kind of like, yeah. like Kittle, you know what you're going to get from him. He's going to mm-hmm. do a great job blocking the perimeter. He's going to make some plays in the passing game. These just guys, a lot of mine were more a little bit under the radar guys. Yeah. You know, Brock Purdy's not an under the radar guy. And I just think that those two linebackers, Bolton and Warner, play big roles for their respective football mm-hmm. teams. And remember what happened when the Chiefs lost to Tampa Bay. What happened? Inability to protect that Shaq Barrett. And those guys got after, you know, yeah. got after Mahomes. And, and that, and that's where they went out and rebuilt their offensive line. Mm-hmm. And so the, the two tackles are also been very vulnerable to being called for holding. Could put yeah. him behind the chains. So Juwan Taylor, in my opinion, has to play a really, really good game coming up on Sunday, which we'll have here on the team. Right. Pre-game at noon, kickoff at 4:30 from Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. No Trey Greenlaw for either of us. No, interesting. Yeah. Or Armstead. Or Armstead. Yeah. Or uh oh. Or Dude, Or Justin Reed. Yeah. The safety. Who's the Niner safety? M- Mafongo? Yeah. Something like that. So, yeah, I can't remember his name off the top of it. But he... But we, we didn't, had, we didn't have mention LeJarrius Sneed, though. No. Who forced the big fumble on Flowers. And right. Uh, Hufanga. No Hufanga. No Chavarius Ward. We didn't mention Bosa or Chase Young. Yeah. Or uh, only have Frank five. Clark. We only have five. Chris Jones. Yeah. But once again, Chris Jones, I feel like that's a known commodity. Mm-hmm. Bosa, known commodity. These are other guys that you you know you're. I feel like you're going to get good performance from those players. Brock Purdy, we, this is the first time in the Super Bowl, we don't yeah. know what's going to happen. Brock Purdy, it's first McCaffrey's first Super Bowl. He didn't yeah. play in Super Bowl extra large. No, he did not. No, Super Bowl Fifty. The X large is coming up in two years. Yeah. All right. So we have now we shift from players who think will have mm-hmm. a big impact on Sunday's game to impact snacks. Impact snacks. Should have had Jim Cutler cut it. Impact snacks. Phenomenal. Once again, no order here. Just five. Mm-hmm. The seven-layer dip. Big fan of the seven-layer dip. Yeah. A lot of minor dips here. Mm-hmm. What do you got? Uh, I got wavy lace, not ruffles. I'm not a big ruffles fan, and there is a distinction. A, a wavy lace is a good, thick chip that you can use as a delivery vice but stands on its own i have wavy lace i also have french onion dip that's a good one a good french onion. i, I have dip, no yeah. delivery devices on here i right. just i just went all 
all dips and other stuff. Uh, my number four is there's a I have a I make a good green chili ranch dip. Ooh, I'm going with the green chili ranch dip. That's very solid. simple, very easy to make, very delicious. I would be down with that mm-hmm. as well. Kenda makes uh, really good green chili. Uh, pigs in a blanket, little pigs in the blanket, big oh, ones. Bad. Yeah. Love, love me some pigs in a blanket. Mm-hmm. Gets a nice house, nice and toasty too. Throw yeah. them in the oven. That's good. I'm going to go, I got carrot sticks or broccoli with ranch. Okay. It's good, good to clear the palate, get you something a little crunchy if you don't want to worry about this chip stabbing you in the gum. It gets your crunch. It's good for you. Ranch also probably good for you in moderation. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'm sure there's some good kind of dietary that carrot plus stick. from that. Don't give me any of the celery business. It's a waste of time. Carrot stick, though. I'll eat celery, but I agree with you. Carrots, chomp on a carrot carrots stick. the way to go. Pico de gallo. Big, chunky pico. Not necessarily no. salsa. No, I don't like pico. You don't like pico. No. You gotta, I like big chunks of tomatoes, onions. Outside of the cilantro, onions, and huge chunks of tomato, pico salt. But those three ingredients I can do without. So the lemon, the lime juice, essentially, is all I like. Okay. And really not even Good thing it's my list and not your list, because I I love Pico de Gallo. Number two, uh, Doritos, Cool Ranch, Salsa Verde. Number one seed, Nacho, obviously. But a Dorito will satisfy me all game long. And then I've got the chili cheese dip. Got to have this, Mm -hmm. the... uh, Frito scoops. Yep. For that, by the way. Uh, for me, top seed on the other side of the bracket is queso. Oh, Whether yeah, queso's good. A, a restaurant queso. I know B-dubs, they have great queso. We're going to have some of that on Sunday. I make a banger for che- My wife and I make a banger for cheese queso with uh, some breakfast sausage and jalapenos and a little bit of uh, a can of corn, which is... Odd choice, but I'm a big fan of it. A good queso will go a long way. Stick it in the crock pot. You leave it there. Doesn't kind of get all, you know, like a jello. It stays nice and creamy all game long. Good queso. Good queso goes long. Totally agree with you on that one. Yeah, nice, nice, mm-hmm. thick, cheesy yep. queso. All right, so there you go. Those are our uh, snack favorites that uh, we'll be dining on for Super Bowl Impact 58. Snacks. Im- Impact Snacks. We did get a winner for Stadium Cinema. Okay, let me do this. I'm going to push this button and move this over here and do this, and then we can make that happen. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the winner of the contest. It's another winner on the Team Sports Network. Sean O correctly identifying Super Bowl XIX. Joe Montana against Dan Marino. That was Super Joe talking about Dan Marino right here, this one. Time, and this is his right now. He's had a great year, so. He did have a great year. He lost the Super Bowl, and he never made it back. Both from Western Pennsylvania. Yes. So Super Bowl 19 is what we were looking for. Shano, well done. Stadium Cinema. Good job, Shano. Well done. Uh, See, Dylan on the team line. Could have been anyone's game last night between the Avs and Rangers. Super Bowl media night. Opening night was way too WWE. Because they had uh, one of the buffers doing yeah. the opening last night for that. I mean, 
It's Vegas. It is Vegas. It's going to be it was over more the top. boxing, if anything else, because yeah. Michael Buffer did WCW, not WWE. Come on, get it right, Dylan. Jeez. Get off Dylan's back. You're going to make fun of wrestling. Get off, know what you're talking. Get about. off Dylan's back. Yeah. That's not going to not going to let that stand. Not going to besmirch one of my favorite hobbies. All right, we haven't qualified Good anybody. Guy, you should chill out. Yeah, exactly. You need to chill out. Uh, we need to call somebody this hour, qualify somebody this hour, don't we, for yes, we uh, do. Buffalo Wild Wings. All right, so it's, it's the uh, giveaway for the big game coming up on Sunday, a table for six and 50 wings from Buffalo Wild Wings. Once again, if you have qualified already, you're done. You're in. We'll draw the winner and announce it coming up on Thursday morning to start out the show. If you've not qualified, this is your time. Make it happen. So send your text to now, first name and last name, along with B-dubs on your text to 970-242-1340 to get qualified for a Buffalo Wild Wings big game giveaway. Our coverage of Super Bowl 58 will start Sunday at noon, by the way. 4.30 kickoff from Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back with Hour 3 and next hour. It's our Mav Day brought to you by Cutter Craft Coffee and Beer. And you'll have a chance to also win with Herd Trivia coming up next hour on The Jim Davis Show.